I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The fourth title in eight years. The Dubs dynasty is still very much alive. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, right here on the BetQL Network. Joe G, J. Rod, Jim Rodriguez, Nick Ashu with you on a Wednesday. And the voice there, Mike Breen, the Warriors, of course, NBA champions last year. What are we? We're less than two months away from tip of the NBA season. I, NBA season always sneaks up on me, Nick, because it just ended, it feels like, right? The, you get the offseason, and this year it's kind of weird because we still have some moves to come, which we'll talk about here. But then you get inundated with football, college, NFL, the baseball races. And I wake up one day in mid-September. I'm like, they're in camp already? We're, we're about to play some basketball here? So it's not that far away. But we thought today would be a good day to talk to the future, especially having you on the show uh, today for this hour. So, all right, when you look at the board right now, Nick, any future you could think of? Any, what's standing out to you? Where, where do you think there's some value in this kind of weird spot in the NBA calendar? Yeah, I, I think there's a couple of different directions you can go. And I, for me, it's looking at the teams that are going to have breakout seasons, right? Like if you're looking at just win totals alone, the biggest thing for me, the biggest thing for me, I love the over on the Cavs win total. It's set at 42 and a half. That team went from 22 to 44 wins last year. They're loaded with talent and they were able to win 44 games, really dealing with a lot of injuries. It wasn't like Ravens bad in terms of injuries, but Cleveland had a lot of guys in and out of the lineup, even after they traded for Karis LeVert, then they still had to deal with him in and out of the lineup. So I, I really think the, the Cavs are in for a, a big, big season this year. That's probably one of my favorite win total bets would be them. Uh, but if you're kind of looking at, let's just say, for example, you know, a long shot in the NBA titles market right now. The If you're looking at, like, I'm, the Lakers are, have the same odds at 18-1 to 1 as the Nuggets. First off, the Nuggets are 10 times a better team than what the Lakers are. Like, it's not even close. And now they're saying Russell Westbrook and Patrick Beverly are going to be playing in lineups together. There's no way this is going to work. I don't care if they say they're professional and they'll put it aside. These guys haven't been able to get along for almost a decade. The Lakers have chemistry issues already, and now they've got this dynamic until they trade Russell Westbrook. Oh, by the way, there's also the fact that Darvin Ham has reportedly the ability to make decisions on lineups with Russell Westbrook. I really like the Nuggets. Seeing them at 18-1, to the same with the Lakers. They're trying to bait you into the Lakers. Don't fall for it. If you're going to try to find value there, go with the Nuggets. They're going to be healthy. Jamal Murray's going to be back out there. you got a two-time MVP in Nikola Jokic. Michael Porter Jr. has a chance to take that next step as long as he's healthy there, too. So... You know, as as good as some of the teams are in the NBA that we saw last year, right? It's still a very wide open league right now. There's more parity in the NBA than we've had before because the Warriors could easily come back and win another title. But 
A team like the Clippers is looked at as, as what they got the fourth best odds now to win the title or third. No, actually the third, technically. They're tied with the tied with the Nets, which the Nets. So it's like we're at this point now where you kind of dance around at a couple of different teams, but I'm not looking at teams up at six, seven, and one. Drop down to at least a team like the Nuggets. As crazy as that may sound, they could they've got enough talent. They're well coached, and you got Nikola Jokic with more help as long as they're healthy. That's a team that could surprise people this year. I mean, the depth of the West, J-Rod. I mean, Nick's talking about the Nuggets. The Nuggets are really good. In the depth of the West, I'm looking at the BetMGM odds right now. The Mavericks played in the Western Conference Final last year. Now, I know they lost Jalen Brunson. They added Christian Wood. We'll see, you know, how how good Wood is and and what that all equals out to. But they're 22-1. to They have the guy that's the favorite for the MVP. That, that, to me, shows you how good the West is, that you could go all the way down and find – I mean, the Grizzlies are 20-1. to they had one of the best records in the league last year and and lost to the Warriors. Like the two teams the Warriors knocked out on the way to the finals, 20 to 1, 22 to 1, the West is loaded again. Yeah, and I'm even going to go a little bit further on the list. The Pelicans, the Pelicans. You know, if if you get a, if you get Zion and that team and that offense, I think New Orleans could make some hay. I mean, listen, they're twenty to one to make the finals. I'd love that right there, just just to win the Western Conference. They're forty to one to win the NBA title. So you go all the way down there, you can get some serious value, and you could have some people uh, so surprising. And then back in the East, I you know here in Miami. I look, Miami's eight to one to win the East uh, and get to the finals. They were a win away from last year, so I like that as well. Even though it's a single digit, the NBA has got it's very interesting this year, especially with the Brooklyn dynamic. What do you do there? Are they going to actually, you know, we, we talk about Westbrook and Beverly. What about Durant and Nash and the GM and all they got going over there? I mean, I love Kevin Durant for to be the MVP. I, I think that's a great bet. I've always said it. There's nothing more, more there's nothing more scary than a motivated player. And I think Kevin Durant. You know, I, I've seen it at 12 to 1. I'd be amazing for Kevin Durant winning the MVP. Well, the story would be off the charts. I mean, he asked that. I mean, I mean, we've seen this before, though. I mean, Kobe Bryant asked that at, at, at a Los Angeles about 15 years ago, whenever that was. And he ended up going back and he wins more titles with Pau Gasol. I mean, it's not unprecedented here. Nick, you mentioned the Lakers and, and the disruption that could still be there. Who do we fade in the West? Like, because we're talking about teams down in the middle, right? You got the Nuggets, 18 to 1. I mentioned the Mavericks, 22. Grizzlies, 20. I think the Timberwolves will continue to rise here. I, I love Anthony Edwards. They're 35 to 1. But, like, there's only so many spots in the Western Conference. Only so many of these teams could win 50 plus games. I'm looking at the odds up for the title, and we can talk about the West as well. But the Clippers at 7 to 1. I mean, how many times do I have to be fooled that this is going to be a great team? It hasn't been. And then the Lakers at 18 to 1. Um, of those two teams, what do you think? I know you kind of already give your thoughts on the on the Lakers, but Clippers seven to one to win the title. Does that seem crazy to you? There's there's a lot of hype around this team, and I know they made the Western Conference Finals two years ago when they actually were healthy, and then Kawhi got hurt, and then everything changed. They lost to the Suns, and the Suns go to the finals. But I I need to see that this team, this Clippers team, can consistently be a a true contender in the West. We haven't seen it since they've really put it together. I know there was a lot last year in terms of injuries. Uh, you don't have Kawhi the entire season. Paul George is out a good portion of the year. I think one positive thing to look at with the Clippers was they still won 42 games with both of their stars missing either all of the season or a lot of the season. But if I got to pick between those two teams, I'm obviously going to go to the Clippers. The Clippers are one of the deepest teams in the NBA, and they showed 
that they can win without stars. And that's that's a really telling sign to me. Now, do I look at the Clippers at, say, at 7-1 to one right now and go, that's a team that I really have confidence in that's going to win the title? No, because you still got the Warriors over there. I still really like the Nuggets. Uh, Phoenix, I, I would still... Phoenix is not going to win 64 games again this year. Chris Paul is only going to be a year older, and we're starting to see the injuries pile up more and more with him. Not that we haven't seen that in the, in the past, but if if I got to look at those two, don't even don't don't waste your time on the Lakers. The Clippers you had a, you could at least justify, but even them, I, I think there, there's a lot of really talented teams. Memphis you mentioned earlier, that's another one that's looking to maybe take that next step as well. Yeah, I mean, well, the Memphis one, that that, that stands out to me, J-Rod. That team, they were so good even without John Moran. And we know he couldn't stay healthy for the full year, and he was you know, he was hurt by the playoffs. But there's something about that Grizzlies team. It would not surprise me if they're if they're the number one seed in the Western Conference next year. Like, they could continue to get better. They're so young. I mean, Morant, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson, they're loaded on that team. Yeah, and it's crazy that they're 20 to 1 to win the NBA and 10 to 1 to win the Western Conference. I mean, they're, they're, I mean, they're, talk about your value there. Yeah, I mean, I think if he can stay healthy, I mean, the West is starting to be, talk about a gauntlet. And, and for the, and, you know, for the Lakers, just to put a button on it, I think whatever win total they had, I think that's going to be an interesting bet to see what they do with that number because th- that could go super side. That could go from, from, they, they could be a 48-50 win team to an 18-win team. It really, you know, and, and if LeBron checks out and Russell doesn't want to play, and Dar- Darvin Ham, God bless you. Talk about walking into a landmine. Um, I think it's good. I'd love to see what that win total is because I'd be tempted to go with the under. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast at alma we know the connection between you and your therapist matters but if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming that's why alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you when you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing, so you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions, so you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. 
You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com slash Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com slash Therapy60. Well, then another side of the win totals in the West, Dick, the Utah Jazz. I mean, they, they've been a good team, right, for a while now. Playoff <laughs> team, number one seed a few years ago. Boy, this feels like it is – they're tanking. I mean, it just feels like they're tearing this thing down. And the question now is, how quickly is Mitchell out of there? I, I was mentioning last time on this show that we brought up NBA win totals. Nick, I, I think you could correlate the Knicks and Jazz. If you think a trade could happen, and I do think a trade's – it just feels inevitable. Like the Knicks, last time I yeah. looked, were in the 39 range okay, for win total. And I, you know, the Knicks always disappoint. But if they land Donovan Mitchell and they have Jalen Brunson, they're going to win half their games. Like, I, we don't have to complicate this. And then the Jazz are still in the low 30s. If they dump Mitchell in the Western Conference, no Gobert, no Mitchell, they're, they're going to struggle to win 20 games. What do you think about the Mitchell and the rumors thought there? Because it feels like he's going to be a Nick sooner than later. Yeah, I love that. And I actually wrote about this yesterday over at BetQL.com. Uh, take advantage of the Knicks at 39 and a half wins. Take the over on that and then take the under on the Jazz win total. If you want to shop around and try to find some different numbers or some different ones out there, go ahead. Now, do I think that the Knicks are going to be a sixth seed in the Eastern Conference if they gut this roster and your backcourt is Donovan Mitchell and Jalen Brunson? No, this is more of a long-term thing for the Knicks where they want to have that superstar on the roster. They have the credibility and then they're trying to do what we know that they always do. This time, we're going to get more free agents. This time, everybody's going to want to come play for us. But look at look at the win total now with the assumption that this trade is going to go down and bake that into your, your handicapping of this. And if the Knicks are a 41-42 win team, yeah, they're probably the ninth or the 10th seed still in the Eastern Conference. So don't look at anything more than win total with the Knicks because they're not going to be better than the Heat if they make this trade. You see all the names that are involved with it. They're not going to be better than the Celtics, the Bucks, the Sixers. I'd argue maybe not even the Raptors or the Bulls. Definitely not the Nets. Probably not better than the, the Hawks. Are they going to be better than the Cavs? I think the Cavs are going to have a great season this year. So you kind of look at the Knicks and go, they might still be the 10 seed in the Eastern Conference after this trade, but 41 wins will get them there. So I would take the over on the 39 and a half. What do you think, J-Rod? Knicks, the Donovan Mitchell thing, It's it feels... Like, everyone's been talking about this for two years. Like, he's going to end up a Nick. He wants to be a Nick. He's a Mets fan. He goes to Mets games wearing blue and orange. Like, the guy's trying to get his way to New York, and I, I, it makes sense. I, I could see him as a Nick, you know, when the season starts. And that's why it probably won't happen, because it makes all the sense in the world, right? Because you wonder, like, why hasn't it happened already? That that's that's where I'm coming from. You know, maybe uh, the Jazz know that we will wait. Maybe maybe the the pot could get sweetened by by the Knicks. You know, we we talk about how stacked the West is. You know, Nick brought that up, and and it, it kind of got me thinking that a 41 win team is the 10th seed. So the East is pretty stacked as well. I mean, we almost forget about how good that conference is. You know, it compared to the West, the NBA is in a great spot right now. Oh, for sure. No, you're right about that. Um, I think the Mitchell thing happens, Nick. I think they're over the Knicks is, is the play there, yeah. even if they're going to be more towards the bottom of the Eastern Conference playoff situation. All right, how about MVP? Um, J-Rod mentioned Kevin Durant there. If there's some interesting numbers. You know, when you look at the MVP, it's Luka's the favorite right now, and I get that. He's at that point of his career, his age. feels like he's about to ascend there. What do you think, Nick, MVP? The one guy I brought up as a kind of a longer shot a few weeks ago, I think Anthony Edwards is ready to jump 
Like, I could see Anthony Edwards taking the John Morant leap. Now, I don't know if he's going to actually win the MVP. There's a lot of great players. It's tough to win one of those unless you're you know, number one kind of seed or close to it. But I like him to jump into the realm of superstars. What, what do you think when you look at the MVP um, odds right now? So I like to nerd out on especially NBA MVP and the history of the award and, you know, what it takes to win and what kind of uh, point in your career you tend to be in and when you can win that. Luka Doncic, this is his award to lose at this point. Really, he was the favorite heading into last season, had a bad, by his standards, first couple of months of the beginning of the year. The Mavericks were struggling a little bit under Jason Kidd, and then everything turned around and we saw what he did in the playoffs. Luka Doncic is going to win this award as long as he stays healthy. He's clearly in better shape. The picture's on Twitter, so we know. Just like James Harden, come on, these guys are working out now. It's all different. That's one of my favorite bits, by the way, every NBA offseason. It's Ben Simmons is working on his jump shot when he's playing against guys that are my height. And then there's X player is in better shape. But this is Luka Doncic's salute. He's the next guy up. And this is, a, this is an award that's voted on by humans. There's voter fatigue. Nikola Jokic won it two years in a row. He's not winning it again. Giannis has kind of already gone through that realm where he's the guy right in the center of it. He could still be at, at, at plus 650, maybe has an outside shot if the Bucs are healthy and get the one seed in the Eastern Conference. But he'd have to top what he already did in the, in the the you know when he won an MVP already. I love Anthony Edwards, but I see Anthony Edwards as the guy. The Timberwolves make that next jump, which you mentioned, and I agree with you. I think that's going to happen, too. They're going to win more games than what they did last year. Edwards is going to be like in the top three, top four of voting, similar to what John Morant was this past year, where he didn't end up winning it, but he was in the conversation, ends up winning most improved. I actually really like Anthony Edwards for most improved player. He fits right into that category. It ends up being top draft picks, usually, if you look at it, and they've been in the league a couple of seasons already, and you see them go from good player with expectations to star. Anthony Edwards could average 25 points a game this year. I don't think he's going to win MVP necessarily doing that yet, unless Minnesota's a one or a two seed in the West, which I, I don't see happening. But Anthony Edwards at most improved first with the assumption that down the road he has a chance to win an MVP, I think is really in the realm of possibility. Do we think LeBron has one more left in him, one more great year? He had a great year statistically last year. And now the question is, are the Lakers good enough to make to, to put him on the in the conversation again? I just – Nick, I see LeBron James at 25-1, to 1, and I, I it's hard for me to ignore that. He's LeBron James. He still averaged 30 a game last year. I know. He almost led the league in scoring and has a chance to maybe do it again. But the Lakers just have to be better. I mean, unless there's some voting where, like – they're a sixth seed in the West, and the team's decimated by injuries, and he puts up the same numbers, and voters want to kind of give him a last send-off. Because, again, these are people voting. There are narratives that are based in a lot of these votes going on there. I wouldn't bet on it. Uh, you just got to expect that Lakers team to be really good if he's going to win. Even at that 25-1 to is tempting. I get it. But I'd probably stay away from that. Yeah, and we saw for the first so, time a kind of a brittle LeBron toward the end of the season as well. Health has yeah, got to be a big yeah. factor as well. well yeah. It's happened the last few years. He had the groin a few years ago. It has. The, the, the year then the bubble saved him because it was less games. It was time off. It's been a few years since it was truly durable LeBron. That's a great point. Joe G, J-Rod, and Nick Ashew with you on a Wednesday. We'll talk some college football futures next on the BetQL Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 